0: Welcome to the Contently Driven Podcast, helping you get your business and life running easier. Learn the strategies you need to create better habits in your life and business that open up time and help you do the things you keep putting off. Hosted by certified coach Gemma Lumichisi. Hello, and welcome to episode 44 of the Contently Driven Podcast learn how your clients buy now what is consumer behavior it's the study of people's association with buying things now this actually fascinated me back a million years ago when i was in uni i loved this subject i love my giant textbook on it um because believe it or not We all have emotional and mental behaviors before and after making a purchase, no matter who you are. We're all human, right? And yes, we all do this. Most of us actually do it without even actively knowing. All human brains have emotional responses around purchasing goods and, of course, services. So let's get set into consumer behavior the next in my Marketing 101 series. But just before that, why am I doing small marketing pocket rocket podcasts? Well, first of all, of course, we want to give you all of the information because we love that. Information is power. And these Marketing 101 podcasts are to give you an insight into the world of marketing, into its different areas, breaking it down Um, And really stopping that that overwhelm, because I'm a marketer, I love marketing, I've done a four-year degree in it, love everything about it, but I know it can be extremely overwhelming. But what I want to share with you is areas and different bits and pieces of it, because it really, really is just so interesting, so awesome to understand for all of our business owners So let's get stuck into it ladies, I digress. What is consumer behavior? So like I said earlier, consumer behavior is the study of the buying tendencies of all of us humans. So there are many stages that we go through before making a purchase. So there's various factors that affect these stages. Okay, so we have factors such as cultural, social, personal, and psychological. Now, all of these um, affect uh, the buying decisions of people, okay, which means consumer behavior makes up a giant part of marketing and the marketing process to really understand people. So delving deeper into this, what influences people to purchase a specific product or a service? There are categories and factors that influence consumer behavior, like I said earlier. So let's look at the first one, personal factors, okay? So an individual's interests and opinions can be influenced by their demographics. What are demographics? Of course, um, we're looking at age, gender, culture. Okay, so all of these are really, really going to affect the way people make a purchase. Okay, it can go down to childhood, it can be cultural, it it doesn't matter. But all of these factors affect that. So what are the psychological factors? Let's think a person's response to a marketing message is going to depend on their perceptions and their attitudes as a person, right? So for example, I might really respond well to a certain marketing message. It may resonate with my attitudes. It may resonate with my perceptions of the product of life, of anything. And that can be completely different to someone even like my brother, my best friend, my mother, my cousin. It doesn't matter, but different people really respond to a marketing message depending on their perceptions and attitudes of life, right? Then we jump into social factors. Here, this can encompass economic factors as well. Okay, so social factors are your family, your friends, education level, social media influence, your your income, All of these things really influence consumers' behavior, okay? So it really, really starts to get in-depth here. So they're the factors that actually influence um, consumer behavior, okay? Now let's look at what are the types of consumer behavior. Marketers have broken this up into four types of consumer behavior. Uh, The first two have what we call a high involvement. So there's a really, really high involvement in making that purchase. And the second two have a low involvement. There's there's not much thought going into buying this product or service. Okay, so a number one is what we call a complex buying behavior. Number two is what we call a dissonance reducing buying behavior. Number three is habitual buying behavior. And number four is a variety seeking buying behavior. Let's not let the overwhelm hit. hit. It's all good. Um, so we determine this these four buying behaviors, like I said before, the level of involvement that we show towards making this purchase decision. And then the amount of risk involved also determines and and creates these four different buying behaviors so for example higher priced goods tend to have a higher risk which means people are then of course having a higher involvement um, in making these purchase decisions it can be quite a risk if it's a large amount of money so here's where we look at things for example like a car or, or even a house let's delve into complex buying behavior so this is the first buying decision Now, this is where consumers are buying an expensive product. It's usually quite an infrequent transaction. And as people, we're highly involved with the purchase decision. And we really thoroughly research before committing to this large investment. Um, This is where uh, the risk of buying the product is very high so at this point we're also consulting with friends and, and families and even experts before making the decision okay so that is complex buying behavior now the second on the list you look at dissonance reducing buying behavior customer involvement here or consumer involvement is still really high And this might be due to high price and infrequent purchase, or it could be due to the fact that there's a low availability of choices and not much difference among brands or businesses. So in this stage, consumers are usually forced uh, to buy goods or services that they don't actually have too many choices okay so therefore they're actually left um, with quite limited decision making so even though it's quite a high investment in in this stage uh, the decision making can be um, quite limited for example here as marketers we we look at running after sale service campaigns okay things that really really deliver focused messages to get people to buy from us in in this stage. Now, moving into the third, where involvement becomes really low, we have habitual buying behavior. So this is something we all do. Habitual buying behavior is where a customer has a really low involvement in a purchase decision. And as people, we're perceiving only really a few differences between brands. Okay, so this is where we're all buying products or services that we use for our daily routines. So we don't need to put a lot of thought into it. We either buy our favorite brand or one we use regularly, one our parents used, one that's available in the shops, or even the one that costs the least at the time. So as consumers, we just go and buy the thing, right? There's no... No brand loyalty usually within habitual buying behavior. Uh, We don't research. We don't need information regarding this purchase. Things that can affect it. We can be influenced by TV ads, radios, our favorite jingles. An Instagram ad we saw, it's pretty basic here. Your favorite chewy, your favorite cleaning product. It's not too much of a difficult thing within habitual buying behavior. So this is where for businesses and brands that have a product or service that falls into habitual buying behavior, it's really important to make some really powerful ads and compelling content with a jingle, with something fun. For people to be like, oh, I want that thing over that thing. That one's more fun. You know what I mean? Get a little bit of fun here. Now, finally, we go into the fourth. So again, the involvement is low. And this is the variety-seeking behavior. So customer-consumer involvement here is low. But there are actually significant differences between brands and businesses. Within here, usually as consumers, we don't actually do a lot of brand switching. So it, it, it depends, some do, some don't. So the, the cost of switching brands here is actually quite low. You're not making a huge sacrifice or anything in order to try something else. So here is where consumers probably want to try something else. Usually because maybe we've had that same loaf of bread 50 times. We're a bit curious for the other one. Or maybe we're just bored, right? We, we all get bored. Here, as, as a marketer, we really want to persuade that habitual buying behavior. So here you'll see, for example, in supermarkets, um, if a big brand is really influencing shelf space, where your point of sale, things right at the front of your registers, things at the front of petrol stations, this is where that sort of market influence comes into play, where people... Know that there are significant differences between brands. They're not that swayed to change, but they can be easily swayed. Okay, what affects this consumer behavior? So we've had a look at the four types of consumer behavior. Okay, so we have complex buying behavior. We have the dissonance reducing buying behavior. We have variety seeking buying behavior. And we have habitual buying behavior now something is going to influence all of these behaviors what what affects them we look here at what influences our decision making so we have many factors in here again we have things like marketing campaigns economic conditions personal preferences beliefs group influences marketing campaigns this really really is usually the number one influence this is where a marketers really need to research ways where they can tap into your brand, really influence. We need to market in a way to tell people that ours is the right product or service over the others. So, of course, this is where your market research comes into play. This is where deeply and intimately understanding. Your target audience comes into play and it's so, so critical because this is where and how you influence your marketing and sell your product or service. Now, economic conditions. So obviously at at this point, conditions this year are obviously affecting people in different ways than ever before. But previously, this comes into income and savings of a customer. Of course, if you have more money, you'll probably purchase more expensive products or services. A person with a low income, lower savings will purchase more inexpensive products. Economic conditions now in 2020, obviously, are very, very different than they have been before. Then we move into personal preferences, right? We We all want something that we want. We all get have personal preferences over something else. We have different beliefs. We have different attitudes. Again, the way we respond to an ad or to marketing or to a blog is is always going to be different to the person even sitting next to you right now. And within personal preferences, of course, it leads all the way back to what I said at the start of age, occupation, lifestyle, culture, all sorts of factors are going to influence people's consumer behavior and then finally we have something that that we call group influence are we a sheep do we follow what other people buy do we choose to buy it because they have because our friends have told us to what's popular what's not some people want the popular thing, some people don't want the popular thing. Recommendations, what are people saying about a particular product or service? So this is where it all becomes so, so, so critical. And I really hope at this point you're seeing how all these bits and pieces of marketing really start to merge together and fall into place. And I hope you understand why I'm so passionate about this because I just love it. So what's the role of consumer behavior in marketing, apart from everything, right? As marketers, we need to understand the buying behavior of consumers for what we're marketing to do well. So once we understand the behavior of how people are making a decision to purchase the thing, then we're able to to change that in a way to get them to purchase the thing. It's really important for us as marketers to understand what, what prompts. So what's prompting our consumer to purchase a product or a service? What's stopping a con- consumer from buying a product or a service? It, it, we get really, really deeper and deeper into the psychology of people, of consumers. Why why they feel a certain way about making a certain purchase, what what they feel about a particular product or a brand overall, and of course, how consumers get influenced by their immediate surroundings, by their group influence, by family members, friends, co-workers, and, and so on. So it, it really, really, really is in-depth, but I hope that you really got a, an understanding of consumer behavior. It's just... It's, it's the shiz. I love this stuff. So finally, let, let's look at it, it, what does understanding consumer behavior do for you and your business? You'll feel more confident in your marketing strategy, of course, if you're really, really understanding what's influencing people, um, what's influencing their behaviors, the, the type of buying behaviors and consumer behaviors. Um, You'll really start to feel more confident that your marketing strategy and your copy, your material is, is on the right path to influence those decisions. You'll be able to make more informed decisions, of course, or perhaps on what to do next or maybe what to change, different ads you may want to target, different content pieces. It's a really, really help you act strategically and make really, really clever, informed decisions And finally, of course, it helps you communicate more powerfully with your target audience, drawing in your ideal clients and customers, really getting to what it is they need and understanding how they're going to make this decision really, really is just creates such powerful communication. Thank you for listening to the Contently Driven Podcast. If you like it, don't forget to jump on over to my website, www.contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit subscribe. And don't forget to pop over to your favorite podcast provider and hit follow so you don't miss an episode. And until then, if you're done with Doll, then you are awesome.